Hey friends, if you're listening to this podcast the week of its release, Happy New Year! I hope you're all staying healthy and safe and comfortable and taking care of yourselves and the people and animals that are important to you. My daughter walked in on me while I was watching a woman's makeup tutorial on YouTube today. Now, now, I'm not trying to suggest that a guy can't watch a lady teach you how to apply makeup, only that it's it's not the sort of thing that I typically watch. Uh, and uh, it may have been awkward for me to explain to my daughter why I was watching it. I, I, I don't even think she realized uh, I was watching it. I was turned away from her. Anyway, I, I, I tend to watch a lot of music-based stuff on YouTube normally. I'll, I'll watch people review albums. I'll watch interviews with musicians. I'll watch music videos. Yes, they still make music videos. I'll watch the old ones, too. I'll watch the new ones. I like musician vlogs. I love seeing like what musicians have, you know, as far as equipment and what they're doing. Uh, you know, next to reading books and writing books, music is my passion, for sure. And speaking of writing books, I'm currently in the process of editing a manuscript for a novel that I wrote in November as part of National Novel Writing Month, a.k.a. NaNoWriMo. Uh, my goal is to work on this story every day for the majority of 2021. I'll go through the entire manuscript from beginning to end at least 12 times, making changes, adding things, removing things. I'll, I, I want to make the story as enjoyable to read as possible, and hopefully by the late summer or early fall, I'll be happy enough with it to send it, uh, send it out into the world as a novel. And uh, this will be my ninth to date. I've written uh, and published eight books. They're all available for purchase worldwide via Amazon. If you don't use Amazon, you can find my novels at barnesandnoble.com. You just search my name, Andy Mascola. Uh, there, uh, there aren't any ads, and there's no Patreon set up for this podcast. But if you would like to help support the show and myself monetarily and, and, and get an uh, entertaining, fun read while you're at it, I encourage you to uh, buy one or two of my books. If you've already bought any or all of my novels, thank you so, so much. I sincerely appreciate your patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. People Are the Enemy listeners, this is episode 154 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Thanks for joining me. This is this is nice. It's nice to have you here. I think you made a good decision. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. I'm your host. My name is Andy Mascola. I'm a bit of a weirdo. I got called weird twice this week on social media by two different people, and, and I think that's an apt description. I don't I don't look at it as a, at it as a, a pejorative at all. I I I. Uh, I am a, a bit of a weirdo, and 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 I'm into uh, extreme people. Does does that make sense? You know, I I, I think I come I come from extreme characters, meaning like a, a my mother and my father, and I won't get too too specific, uh, uh, you know, as as far as them, but they were they're as opposite as can be. So I think just coming from two people that are are very very opposite in terms of their personalities is kind of 
gave me a given me a familiarity with the uh, the uh, extreme, if you will, because they're they're very much on on either side of, of the extreme in terms of again their personalities. I love I love both my parents very very much, and this isn't to say anything uh, negative about either one of them, but uh, but yeah, I'm into I'm into extreme characters, and maybe I'm an extreme character, you know. You know, I don't know, but uh, but again, you you want to call me weird? That's fine. I I I, uh, I embrace it. You know, I'm I'm a weirdo. That's I think it's okay to be a weirdo, and I'm into extreme characters. Not necessarily that that all extreme characters are weirdos, but uh, of course there are a lot of uh, extreme characters who are eccentric. How's that? We'll just leave it at that. Uh, speaking of eccentric characters, my goodness, I. I wanted to talk about MF Doom. We lost MF Doom. Man, this is crazy. We lost MF Doom in late October, but we just found out the other day. Now, I don't know if you're a hip-hop fan. Maybe you're, you're a casual uh, rap aficionado. Maybe you're not into underground rap at all. I, I, I guess, you know, I, I, I am a hip-hop fan. I, I keep up as best I can. There's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of independent rap that I don't follow, but uh, but uh, MF Doom was a guy that I enjoyed. You know, I, I got hip to him in the early aughts. Uh, I, I'd i had the album Mad Villainy. I would listen to that quite a bit. Um, I had I'd worked with a guy who was a, a big fan and had all of his albums, and he'd, he'd made me a mix, and I think he burned me Mmm Food, which was another one of his albums, and he, he uh, burned me at least some of uh, the, the Danger Doom album, which was the one that uh, MF Doom made with uh, Danger Mouse, you know, the producer. And uh, and I really enjoyed it. And I, I continue to enjoy it. And I picked up another one of his albums even after those. I remember the day it came out, I think I picked up the one, I think it might have just been called Born Like This, or maybe it was Doom. I don't, I don't recall the actual title. Uh, I, I, I am, I, I am a fan. I was a fan. I'm sad to hear that 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 fella passed. I only lump him in with the eccentrics because if if you know uh, MF Doom, he wore a mask, a metal mask. He'd perform on stage with a mask. You know, I I, I don't remember ever seeing him without a mask. Maybe I I know he was part of a a crew called KMD in the uh, in the '90s, I believe in the '90s, and and. Uh, I, I don't think he wore a mask then. I don't think that was his persona, but he adopted this persona that was sort of like Doctor Doom, if you're a comic book fan. So, you know, so I, th I think that was part of the attraction for me also, because around that time I was really into comic books too. So I thought, oh, this guy's, this guy's pretty cool. You know, he's pretending to be a villain. That's a cool persona. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. So, so we lost that guy. It's unfortunate. I, I recommend Mad Villainy. If you're going to check out any albums, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, MF Doom and Mad Lib. Um, on that one there, and it, it's it's in my opinion, it's a masterpiece. It's 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 quite quite an album, and and it's uh, it's it's. I'll, I'll put it this way: it's extremely listenable. It puts you in a place. It's so consistently good throughout that you feel like, you know, I you know like there's so many albums you just look at you know, and I'm a big music guy. Like I said, you know, you know, you just look at the cover, and 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 if you look at this cover, it's like this. Both the the front and the back of these this album are you know the cover is 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 MF Doom himself and he's wearing his trademark mask. It's a black and white photo and he's cast in shadow. I think you can just like make out like one eye you know or maybe like the whites of one of his eyes and then you flip it over and there's a picture of Mad Lib at the boards you know or he's behind a mixing what looks like a mixing board and you know again a black and white photo and uh, all the interior art is all black and white you know it's just like it kind of and and it's it's strange thing to say. But I suppose it, you, you know music fans who embrace albums um, will understand this that it the album sounds like it looks you know what I mean 
it's got that kind of gritty black and white feel to it. Like all the songs on it, in my opinion, like all the, the, the characters that are, that are, are portrayed in on the album are sort of in my mind. I picture them in black and white, you know, when I'm listening to it, I don't, I don't know if that makes sense to you. It makes sense to me, but, uh, and, and again, maybe if you're a music fan, that'll, that'll make sense to you. But, um, what else can I tell you? Oh, you know what? I just finished a bag of bridge mix. You ever eat bridge mix? A lot of people don't know what that is. I don't know if if bridge mix is a uh, regional thing, but uh, I assume it has something to do with the the game bridge that ladies play. I guess they, you know, that's like a, um, you know, I say ladies. I meant like older ladies. You know, tend to play bridge. You know, it's it's associated with them. I shouldn't I shouldn't say only ladies play bridge. Of course, other people probably play bridge. I don't know if I've ever played bridge. I played cribbage. You ever played cribbage with the board and the pegs and everything? That's a fun one. That's a game that, like, I've played it a few times. I think each time I've played it, I've had to, like, uh, be instructed again how to play it because I forget there's so many different rules to it. But uh, Bridge Mix, yeah. You know, I got, I got the bag here. It's an empty bag. I've been working on this all day. I literally just finished it before I turned on the mic here. But this is what's in Bridge Mix, in case you're you're interested, in case you don't know what it is. But if you're a, if you got a sweet tooth like me, if you're, you're a candy lover, you'll... You'll appreciate this, okay? Everything in this bag is 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 candy coated. So there's, you got you got chocolate covered peanuts, right? You got chocolate covered raisins, okay? So if you like you like goobers and you like raisinets, yeah, there you go. You got chocolate covered almonds. I myself, oh my god, I love chocolate covered almonds. Um, chocolate covered Brazil nuts. Yeah, that that's a little out there, I know, but 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 yeah, they're they're pretty good. Um, caramels, of course. So if you, if you like um. What are they called? Uh, shoot, you know, I want to say dum-dums, but that's not right. I can, geez, I can picture the box here. I can't remember. Are they called? No, no, dum-dums are the, dum-dums are those, uh, 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 lollipops. Shoot. Man, you're probably screaming at your, uh, your device right now what it is that I'm talking about there. But, you know, they come in the little box there. They're not Whoppers or the, uh, shoot, I don't know. Anyways, but there's chocolate-covered caramels, of course. Vanilla creams, you know, you know, kind of like the thing that come in those Whitman sampler boxes, you know, the, with the individual individual chocolates, and then you got raspberry creams, yeah, so, you know, you know, and then what's kind of cool is that you know, it's it's you know, unless you're paying attention, it's it's uh, it's difficult to to just uh, reach in the bag and and pull out exactly what you want of any of this, so it's kind of like this a little kind of like flavor experiment in your mouth each time you take a, a couple and you pop them in there because it's like, oh, what am I going to get this time? And then they're always enjoyable, in my opinion. I, I love the whole the whole mix there. I think it's a good, excuse me, good mix, bridge mix. I like that. You know, I, I, I speaking of food, I had to I had to cut up my mother's ham the other weekend. Oh my goodness, this was such a thing. My mom, my mom she's like, I, I've told you she has arthritis in her hands and she's not able to, 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 um, do a lot as far as articulation in her hands. You know, she's has a uh, trouble opening bottles, uh, or 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 like scrubbing her bathtub and whatnot. So I have to I have to do those things for her. And uh, she she uh, she woke up the other morning, I guess, with um with a pain in 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 one of her arms where she couldn't raise it completely. Now she she could still drive a car, so she could keep it at like shoulder length, shoulder level rather, and, and she could move her arms up and down. Um, to, but not, I guess she couldn't like raise her arm over her head. She, she called it a pinched nerve. My wife said that she'd had something similar, 
But uh, I, I'm not sure if it's a pinched nerve or what. I, I, know, I only know that I, I asked her to please, please call the doctor because, gosh, you know, if this is something serious, obviously we want to take care of it right away. But what had happened was on the over the weekend, she'd made a ham. Now, now the ham was like in the in this big Pyrex dish, you know. And, and if you ever see these glass Pyrex dishes, I know, especially the older ones, they're, they're real heavy. And, and, and she'd had the ham, and the ham was on top of the Pyrex dish. And the ham was, of course, like the size of, I don't know, gee, whew, like, a, like a child's head, you know? <laughs> Is that a strange comparison to make for a ham? But, uh, you know, I don't also say, you know, like an eight-year-old eight -year child's head. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know how she got the ham on the Pyrex dish and then the Pyrex dish in the, in the oven. But she somehow managed to do at least that much and then cook the ham. And then she called me and said, Andy, I, I got this ham. I, it needs to come out of the oven and, and I can't do it. Could you please come over and help me? And I said, of course, I'll come over and help you. You know, I'll make a And she said, there's no rush. There's no rush. It's already cooked. I just needed, you know, to come over and help me take it out of the oven. I'm thinking, oh, all right, well, how long do you want a ham sitting around in the oven? You know what I mean? So, so I say, I'll come over in the afternoon. So I, I, I come over in the afternoon uh, to, to help her with the ham. And, uh, and I, I take it out of the oven. And the damn thing, like I described, it's heavy. You know what I mean? You know, you get a ham, first of all, it's pretty heavy. But then again, you get that, like, one of these glass Pyrex dishes, you know, these rectangular ones, you know. And it's, it's a heavy, heavy piece of, uh, of, of uh, kitchenware. You know, so I, I, I take it out of the I take it out of the oven. And I say, and my mother is very explicit in terms of directions. Okay, it it's a bit of OCD. I I I I call it OCD. I don't know if she's ever been diagnosed with OCD, but it's very it's very along the same lines. So I just I have to be very very careful what I do and how I do it uh, when I'm helping her with something. So I I said I said where where would you like me to put this? And she says, you know, put it on the table. And I have to say everything loudly because she's hard of hearing. Uh, where would you like me to put this, Mom? You know, put it on the table. I put it on the table. Okay, I put it on the table. And then she's got she's got the um, utensils here. She's got so she's got like a a, a fork. You know, like those two pronged forks. There, if you can picture those. And then then a big blade with a serrated edge on it. You know. And then she says, I said, okay. And I just figured, you know, okay. I guess I just start carving this thing. But no, no, it's again explicit instructions so it was like i want you to cut it but i need you to cut it. i need you to turn it now just turn it on this edge and i want you to cut along right here it was it was it would have made it, a less patient person it would have made them crazy now i'm not i got a certain amount of patience and going into these situations i know i need a certain amount of patience to, because I know the kind of person my mother is. So so I, I I had to screw up my patience walking through the door. But I was still, you know, I was still, like, losing it, doing this, you know, because it was sort of like, all right, you, you turn it, turn it this way, turn it on its side, and, and put it straight up, and, and then cut right here. Not there, right there, you know, and it's like, okay, all right. And I'm cutting, and I'm sawing this ham, and then I, you know, and then I said, is that okay? Thinner, okay. I cut again. Is that okay? Yes, that's good. Okay, I'm cutting ham. I don't eat ham. I'm cutting, I can't remember the last time I cut a piece of meat. You know what I mean? I'll cut fish because I eat fish. I don't eat meat. And, and she said, this is good. You're doing good. And I'm cutting and I'm cutting and I'm cutting and I'm like, all right, all right. So then I said, all right, I'm going to turn the ham on its side the other way now and I'm going to cut the other way. And so, okay, you know, and then I'm cutting the ham the other way cutting the ham and cutting the ham and it's getting smaller and smaller that's good that's enough and i said are you sure you know because i don't you know I, I, the last thing i want to do is like 
leave there and have her not be able to like uh, pick up the ham or 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 you know whatever. God knows what what she'd want uh, me to do, but I didn't want to have to make a return trip just to take care of this ham a second time. You know what I mean? So thankfully, I I, I get it to to a place that it's uh, that it's uh, it it's down to to you know just like a little little cube of ham at this point, probably you know a little bit bigger than a um, than a Rubik's cube. Speaking of cubes. And, uh, and, uh, and, and then we, we pack everything up and put it away so that she can access it easily, you know, in her, in her refrigerator, in a Tupperware container. But yeah, man, that was odd, man. Cutting, uh, cutting somebody else's hand with very explicit instructions. But again, I, I understand the kind of person she is, and I love my mom, so I'm, I have to be patient. But leaving there, I was like, ah, you know? <laughs> like, I was like, like who, who else would put up with this? Who else would do this? No, I don't. Nobody I know, but uh, but you know, I love my mom. What are you gonna do? So I, I do, I do what I can. I do what I can. Then I just went about my day. I had other things to do, you know. What's I also gonna tell you? Oh, it's gonna tell you. Well, it's New Year's. Do you make New Year's resolutions? I, you know, I always do, and I, I'm, I'm just such a. It, it's just so cliche. I break every New Year's resolution like immediately. You know what I mean? Like um, one year, and I know I made this resolution on this show. On like a, a like a uh, an anniversary episode of this show because this show was launched on January first, two thousand eighteen, making the show three years old. Happy birthday, people are the enemy. Uh, 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 but uh, but uh, I remember I made a resolution once it, uh, because I had some guests on the show. I had I had a, a band I really loved, Bloodstone, and uh, uh, they we were talking about New Year's resolutions, and they said, "Are, are you going to make any New Year's resolutions?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm going to try to be barefoot," and they were disgusted by it. But I had this thought, man, and and particularly, and and I think it was more inspired by Rick Rubin than than anything else. And and you know, Rick Rubin is he's the guy who produced the Beastie Boys' "License to Ill." He's produced some uh, some incredible albums for incredible bands. He, he produced one of my favorite albums from this year. He produced that Strokes album, uh, "The New Abnormal." Right, Rick Rubin, talented producer. But I I remember him talking. I think on his podcast, the one that he he done with Malcolm Gladwell. I don't know if that's still going on. I kind of dip in and out of podcasts, but he was talking about how he's barefoot all the time, and I'm like, well, there must be something. This guy must know, you know, what's going on. He's a he's a fantastic producer. Maybe there's some kind of enlightenment involved in having your feet, you know, closer to the earth without any kind of rubber, and you know, in between you and 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 the and the uh, and, and the uh, terra firma, you know. But uh, but uh, I, that didn't last. I live in New Hampshire. For crying out loud, man! And it, you get, and it's New Year's is January, and it's freezing here. If, if you know, if you know uh, the geography at all, you know of, of this country. The Northeast is cold, man, and there's a lot of snow. You know, I can't walk around barefoot, and plus, it's gross. You know what I mean? It's it's gross. It's kind of gross. You know, feet are kind of gross, man. You're walking around on the earth all the time. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I can't speak for Rick Rubin. The guy probably, I'm sure, he has a really nice place. That that his 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 home is probably kept up very nicely. As I'm sure he makes a he's made a good living over the years. And uh, and I'm sure he lives in a warm climate. You know, I'm pretty sure that he said he lived in California. So, you know, I I, I don't think that guy has as many things as many obstacles in terms of. In terms of climate and in terms of, uh, you know, just uh, running into God knows what, you know, because of, uh, because again, of his lifestyle. And I'm judging him, yes, but again, the, the guy's been, you know, successful in the music business for over 35 years. So I, I think it's it's a fair, fair judgment. Whew. 
anyway, so we're moving right along here. What else do we want to talk about today? I, I talked about editing my book and cutting my mother's ham and MF Doom and, and uh, you know, oh, you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about, like, the dog, man. I got to talk about the dog. I, I, I'm sorry if people get sick of me talking about this dog, but we got this dog named Lolo. We've had her since uh, since uh, September, and, uh, and uh, I love the dog. But but she's not trained and she's wild. You know what I mean. And and, and if you if you if you you follow me on Twitter and you've checked out any of my fleets, you know what a fleet is. Those are the the, the new thing on Twitter that they they're like a like a, a twenty four hour tweet basically. You know, this just basically like it could be a photo or it could be a, a little video. And I, what I've been doing is like when when I take the dog out for a walk or in the morning or in the afternoon, and I'll, I'll make a little little clip of, of the dog and she's usually doing something ridiculous you know uh, um she's usually like uh, running around like a maniac or something or you know this is what she does you know she's she's kind of wild you know and, and my wife and daughter are like you know we got to do something about this you can't you, you we can't just let let her be wild like this she has to be leash trained she has to be, you know learn to walk like you know like a respectable animal you know next to us and i don't know man like i i'm I had this weird mindset, and, and again, maybe this is an eccentricity, but I just feel like let a dog be a dog. You know what I mean? I mean, it's an animal, right? You know, and I, I understand, like, I don't, you know, I'm, I don't want to let the dog, you know, crap inside the house or pee on the rug or anything like that, but in all honesty, like, you know, it's it's the kind of the, the fun part of having a dog is you, you just let it be a dog, you know, and it gets into trouble sometimes, and it does some funny stuff, you know, and it's fun to watch a dog do funny things but again i i guess i guess i guess they're right there's because otherwise where do you draw the line right you draw line oh it's okay for it it's okay for it to, to poop in the house you know oh it's okay for it to bite a neighbor because a dog was being a dog you don't want that you don't want that and and and, and, and you know what these people are smaller than I am, you know, smaller. They, you know, it's not easy for them. The dog is getting bigger and she's getting stronger. And, and if, if you just let the dog be wild on the leash, she's going to run around and she's going to yank it at, at their arms, right? My poor wife and my poor daughter. So, so yeah, man, it's a compromise. It's a compromise for sure. And, and it's, it's, it's to the point where, you know, I'm editing now. I'm doing this every single day. I'm working on the book. I started always on January 1st. I start editing less time with the dog I have because I've got, I've got the editing going on. And, uh, and I'm hopeful that, uh, that they'll be able to, to get her to a point where she's a little more, um, docile on, you know, on, out, out, out on a walk, you know, not that it's their responsibility entirely, but, but, um, but, you know, I think, again, it, my, my problem is I, I kind of enjoy the dog being crazy. You know, I've had people give me mean looks as they drive by because the dog is, you know, you know, in the middle of the street and I have to pull, pull her back. You know, and I just kind of wave and like, hey, you know, but yeah, that, that's not right. I understand. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous, too. I know that, too. And I, I love the dog. I want to take care of the dog. But I understand. So I'm trying to find that line. But, uh, but uh, you know. What are you gonna do? You, you 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 can let a dog be a dog, I suppose, up to a point, and then you know, and then especially if, you know, you you, you want the dog to be happy and you want to be healthy, but you wanna you want the dog to to treat others, okay, because um, because God forbid again the dog gets into some kind of trouble and and you have to get rid of it, and that would be the last thing I want, believe me. Anyway, you you guys, I hope I hope you're having a good New Year so far. It's uh it's a lot there's a lot of news right now. I'm not going to get into it. I am done. I mean I you know I'll, I'll I'll things will in the news will get me riled up and and I'll I'll some sometimes vent on on social media. Uh but but with this podcast I really I really want to I really don't want to 
talk about the news at all if I can if I can help it. It's, you know, especially given what we just came out of in the last year with all the news and I I really want you to be healthy and I really hope you're happy and I hope you're comfortable and and uh and um thank you so much for for taking a moment to to spend some time with me. I really hope I really hope you continue to stay with me throughout this year. I'm not planning on stopping this thing anytime soon. And by this thing, I mean People Are the Enemy. And this has been episode 154 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascoli. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace.